You're listening to Double Exposure with Sophia Lemon and Petro, a photography podcast on both the creative aspects and business side of photography. Join the conversation on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. And here's Petro and Sophia. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Episode 25 of Double Exposure Show with myself, Petro and Sophia. You can find show notes for this episode on doubleexposure.show slash episode slash 25 and join the conversation with us, won't you, on Facebook, Double Exposure Show Group. And we're back again. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite kind of a big milestone. It's a quarter of, uh, I was going to say century, but I guess it's it's not a century. It's, what what would you call a hundred, a hundred episodes? Because that's, that's my goal at this point. A hundred episodes. <laughs> All right. Every time people so say um, the word century, that song pops into my head. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's boy? called. Where it's like a head by a century or whatever it is. Oh, okay. That line pops into my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are ahead by a quarter of a century of episodes. Yes. Worth of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I have a request of everyone. Yes. Um, I would really like to get some more listeners and some more engagement on the Facebook group. And I would like everyone to share this with their photographer buddies. So share Hmm. this episode. Great idea. Yeah. But you know, you know, the, the conclusion I've come to is that it's so good that people don't want to share. (laughs) They want to keep it to themselves. (laughs) Absolutely. It's like buying a big giant chocolate bar and going, well... I know I can give some to my wife, but I'm going to eat it myself. Okay. In that case, (laughs) share this episode with your photographer buddies who do not live in your geographic area. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I, we probably need a giveaway or something. We'll have to figure something out. Uh, (laughs) A virtual high five. How about that? This could be a virtual high five. This could be fun though. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I'm drinking really loud. Ah, what can you do? <clears throat> some of my favorite... But, uh, what? Go ahead. <laughs> some of my favorite podcasts, they eat and drink and they're like... <laughs> and slurping and like <laughs> everything on it. And we were trying That's so awesome. hard to have like good audio quality and no chewing, no barking, no anything in the background. And I just don't even care anymore. Like I kind of like it. <laughs> You know, uh, the content is there and it's good. So, well, that was a little cocky. Yeah. Well, I'm just (laughs) I'm just going based on what people are telling us through reviews and things like that. Yeah. And personal messages. I get phone calls. People are asking me if if I'm going to record another episode this week, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, stay tuned. (laughs) Like. Uh, I've had people come up to me in the, in the last week and say, I'm catching up. I'm on episode yeah. 18 now. And which is, which is a huge, uh, compliment to say the truth. Cause it's like, you know, Oh, I'm doing something that may actually benefit you. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's the kind of the goal behind this. <clears throat> but, um, I got, a, I got off the phone before we started with, uh, with our friend Stevie cake yeah. and, uh, <laughs> He he actually invited me out for lunch because he's really confused about our schedule of recording. 
<laughs> he invited like, you thought, out for lunch because he's confused or no 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 he, because he doesn't know when we record and it seems to seems to always happen whenever he wants he wants to connect Aww. and uh, <laughs> so i said to him i'm i'm going to be recording a, a podcast and then he just said well when life gives you sophia lemon make a podcast <laughs> 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 I I didn't laugh at the time, but but it kind of progressively gets funnier. <laughs> we should probably have him on an episode sometime, just as like comic relief. Not that we have, yeah, we don't have enough of it, but I don't know. I think it'd be fun. We'll see what I can do. See what I can arrange. I think it'd be interesting probably... to have him chime in every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> there definitely be a lot of more laughter. Um, <clears throat> this is somebody who's on the road who who drives a truck, um, and um, he's constantly either in Chicago or Nashville. Jeez. And uh, he says that you know for an hour a week we are one of his favorite entertainments. I wonder. And you know how all those podcast apps let you speed up what you're listening yes. to. By the way, don't do that. <laughs> Don't do we that with our really audio, funny. but because um, then I just start sounding absolutely ridiculous, like talking way too fast. But anyway, um, I wonder if you can get an app that slows it down. The same app that speeds it up slows it down, like in, in the iTunes podcast player. Yeah, you can play at half speed. <laughs> you should tell them the players ridiculous. at half speed and then it'll be two hours. <laughs> Double the fun. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, we tried to try to talk him into his own podcast. Oh, that um, would be hilarious. That, that would be funny. Yeah. I'd listen to it. <laughs> just to reciprocate, at least. It'd be like about <clears throat> nothing. It would just be him talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you talk to him, his brain kind of works in mysterious ways. Um, he, he sometimes just goes back to a conversation you've had two, three hours ago and just starts talking without warning you that he's going to go there. Yeah. And you, you have to sit there kind of go... Oh yeah, that's what you're talking about. Okay, but you know, I wouldn't change a thing. It's, it's fantastic. So, but um, what's uh, what's new on uh, on your end of things? Well, I'm going to New York on Friday. Mm -hmm. I'm leaving at eight o'clock. We're getting on the plane, or we're we're taking off. Yes. I don't really know how it works, but it seems like airports are like really on time. So that's nice. And yeah, then, you have to be there sorry? before that. <laughs> you have to be there before that. Arrive well, at least yes. <laughs> uh, three hours early. Thankfully, I am not responsible for this. Drew is responsible okay. for this. <laughs> so Excellent. I'm showing up and he's letting me know when we have to leave to go to the airport and everything I have to do, he is responsible. <laughs> <laughs> so if I get lost, if you <clears throat> never hear from me again, <laughs> blame Drew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then we'll be back. We'll be this landing. may be our last episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be landing at 7 o'clock the next day. <laughs> like, we're not even gone for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> make make some time to go see something. Just, just well, make it worth your while. Apparently, I have two hours between his speech and when we're being picked up to go back to the airport. So. Okay. I'm not entirely sure what I will do for those two hours. Possibly find a Starbucks. <laughs> do something. Do something more than just a Starbucks. Okay, well, you're the one who said in our last episode, don't go like on some tourist trip when you have to be somewhere. I don't want to miss the plane, Petro. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> oh, man. 
So well, unless we are um, located very close to um, Central Perk, the cafe and friends, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably will not be really doing anything. <laughs> gotcha. I could well, go for a walk. We'll have to hear. Yeah. But I feel we'll like I would just think, this is a city. This is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken by somebody from a small town yeah. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Well, it's Excellent. not like I haven't been in a city. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I would do uh, if I was given a short period of time. So maybe I would just stay put. I'm not much of a sightseer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not, certain things just don't appeal to me. Like, um, like for example, going to the Statue of Liberty yeah. would probably not not appeal to me. Yeah. Um, I, I'm more of an experiential kind of person where I need to touch, feel, and experience something that, I don't know, well, makes my endorf- endorphins rush. So if we get to base jump off of the uh, Statue of Liberty, then maybe. <laughs> um, jump off the Statue of Liberty into the water? That's that would right. be fun. Um, Why not? At least the cathedral that Drew is speaking in is pretty cool. Um it is. Yeah. So that, at least I'm doing that. So I will be in that place yeah. where all of these cool people have spoken in the past. Um, you should say something while you're there. And then like you can really say, loudly? I have two spoken. <laughs> <laughs> like shout out loud. I have two spoken at this place. <laughs> Even if you just say something to a passerby. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, yeah. You won't be lying, you know, and you, you will go down in history as one of the people. It's hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to tell everyone that now when I come home. I spoke at, and I can't remember the name of I it. I would put but, it on your website. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> also, actually, when you come back, you should alter your, or not alter, but at, by edit your um, your info on the website for Double Exposure Show <laughs> and include that as one of the things. Spoke at. <laughs> spoke at. Oh, this man. Um, I would probably enjoy very much getting a recommendation for like a really good pub or something but the time the two hours that i have is between 10 a.m and 12 p.m so (laughs) i feel like it's a little early to be in a pub (laughs) no no it's it's all good as long as it's 11 i think you're allowed to uh have a pint well the funny thing is i probably wouldn't drink i would just go for really really good pub food but (laughs) And well, to sightsee, and by sightsee, I mean look at people, because I enjoy looking at people. <laughs> you, you freak. <laughs> <laughs> Creep. I know, I'm so weird. But that's it's all good. Um, no, I can't wait to hear about your experience. Me it'll be, too. It'll be fun. So on that note, it's time to end. Okay, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Shortest episode. I think we really helped you learn some new things. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and just so that nobody shuts off the, the podcast now, we, we do actually have a pretty exciting topic. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know about exciting, but incredibly useful. And Yeah. The good news is there's not much new over here. Um, it's currently March break, which yeah. I feel no impact of whatsoever because no children yet that are off school. <laughs> well, and it'll be a few years. <laughs> yeah. Give them some and time. At the college, the reading week has already passed. So I'm actually kind of legitimately scared of going places right now because I feel like things are just going to be packed with yeah. <laughs> a bunch of children <laughs> that don't have school. Go um, and um, 
get used to all of the noise and like oh, chaos. Gosh. And then when your kids are making noise and being chaotic, you will think it's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm okay. <laughs> I will, uh, I'll just wait for, I'll, I'll just get it, you know, a full dose of it a hundred percent when it comes. Yeah. So for now I'll just not expose myself. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, uh, no, I had a busy week with real estate phot photography. Uh, the real estate market is really hot and people are selling and, um, I'm getting phone calls from realtors all over Southwestern Ontario to do some wicked shots and, uh, trying to deliver. So, uh, the editing's falling a little bit behind. I'm not doing too much editing, um, with real estate, just try to get it done in the camera. So we get it kind of yeah. out as soon as possible. Yep. So, you know, that means having proper equipment. Um, and I photograph a lot of the interiors with the, uh, 14 millimeter rectilinear lens, which is just amazing. I, I love that thing. But I've actually tried using it for portraits, and I absolutely love the portraits that come out of it because if you do it right, um, there's no distortion, and you can have these amazing backgrounds. So um, when you go to places like the cathedral you're going to, uh, you might actually really enjoy using something like that. So I'm thinking of sending you a care package before you take off. Yay. So I think I'm, I think I might send you... A, not just the camera body, but I might lend you this lens. So see what you can come up with. I don't know if that's like um, safe. Is it? <laughs> it, it's not that big. It's very expensive, but it's not that big. Maybe you can put it in your pocket. No, because then um, I'll, I'll probably try it and I'll be like, oh, I like it. And even though I would probably never really need to use it. Never use it, no. <laughs> Unless you got into the real estate market uh, in your area, which... Which is not that good. I mean, when I say good, I mean, it's busy, but real estate agents, if you're listening, take note, you are some of the cheapest people I've ever yeah. worked with. And they really are up here. I don't know who is doing the real estate photos up here. Most of them, I assume the real estate agents are doing them on their phones. It looks like some of oh, them yeah, they are. at least use a decent camera, but... Yeah, and for the most part, like the phone cameras are are not too bad lately, right? So that's their saving grace. And I mean, there's a pano mode in um, uh, iPhone. So yeah. if you take if you take your phone, like if you take the iPhone Seven for example, you got the Seven Plus, I believe. Yeah. With a little help from the pano mode, just a short pano across the room, like not all the way the entire way, but just literally a short pano across the room, you can actually get an amazing photograph. I gotta yeah. admit. The problem is they don't, they don't know how to use it, and there's got to be some adjustments made because windows are hot spots, um, and sometimes you just need to light it properly. Yeah. But um, the reality is is that an average um, an average photographer is only charging about a hundred dollars per house. Yeah. Some are charging a little less, and some companies that are charging a little more, like one hundred and twenty dollars, one hundred and fifty, are also including virtual tours. It's, it's insane. Yeah, I, I don't have time I, for that. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> and to tell you the truth, the, uh, the people that I work with, they're, they're willing to pay the, the money that I'm charging. Yeah. Uh, and they're loving the product and it's helping them sell and, and it's really good. But that's, that's just what's been keeping me busy. And, and I guess it's, um, it's because we're not really in the wedding season yet. So yeah. um, between that and some family shoots that we had at the studio, uh, that, that's all that I've been doing. So, yeah. That's exciting. I would love to get more organized, though. 
Okay, so tell me what happened with your phone, because I have been trying to plan this recording of this episode, and it has been awful, (laughs) because literally, like, all weekend I was texting you going, hello, are we recording? (laughs) You know, know, the phone portion of it still worked. You could have called. I wish you called. You didn't call me. I would just, like, point that out. (laughs) True, true. Um, I guess, I guess it's my fault. I'm sorry. Uh, so my phone decided to stop, uh, sending iMessages back and forth. Um, the text message portion. So the green messages were still coming through, but the blue messages just weren't going anywhere. And as a result, I missed a few contacts. I missed a few appointments, um, a few reminders or and this and that, and just people wanting to move things I missed. Um, and I have no idea what it was. I really don't know because I reloaded the software and it was still doing that. And I work with somebody or rather I live with somebody who works for, for, you know, for the manufacturer, if you will. And, uh, um, Hannah was like, I don't know what it is. It's kind of weird. Shouldn't be, shouldn't be happening. But, uh, for the last three weeks, my phone itself has been kind of wonky. And I am uh, ridiculously famous for being really hard on my phones. Mm-hmm. Um, thank goodness for Apple Care because I go through about half a dozen of phones in the two-year period, um, and somehow, most of the time, I get a free replacement uh, due to the fact that the phone itself is kind of glitchy. <clears throat> and I'm wondering if it has to do with the multitude of software that I use, because I use apps for day-to-day stuff like iMessage, calendar, email. But I have about eight or nine emails loaded in my phone. But I also use apps that uh, help me when I'm working with the uh, with the car business, with the dealership. Mm-hmm. I'm also using apps that help me with uh, some of the podcast stuff. Um, so I'm probably using five or six different, uh, not, not five or six apps, but five or six different apps categories mm-hmm. and i'm and i'm honestly wondering if my phone's just overloaded and to give you an to give you an idea six, my 64 gigabyte phone only has two gigabytes free and i don't have a lot of photos on it oh, now, now <laughs> i kind of want to know how much space i have on mine how do i figure that out um general in settings in general i believe mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where, wait where <laughs> Keyboard I don't know. regulatory <laughs> usage. I'm not sure, but that's iCloud usage. All right. Oh yeah, that's weird. Oh, I found it. Okay, so I have. I must have the. Is it 32 gigs? Yes. And I have six gigabytes available. There you go. So you still have more than I do. Yeah. Um, so I definitely once I once the at the end of the year there's supposed to be a new phone. Which is going to be something really special. Of course there is. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to wait for that because I have no desire to pay $1,000 at the moment. Yeah. And so I, as, of, as of yesterday, I have a brand new old model phone. Mm-hmm. It's the iPhone 6 Plus. Yep. And it's working really well. And my, my Apple Care expires today. <laughs> so I really hope that from today until the new phone comes that I don't do anything. Could you not get new Apple Care for the new one? No, it's uh, this was a replacement under the Apple Care. But they don't let you buy Apple Care for the new replacement. Correct. What? <laughs> yeah. You'd think they would it, be trying to sell that stuff because people would buy it. No, be, no, because then you'd just have perpetual Apple Care, right? 
there's there's a way to get around it. Oh, so, for sake. but I yeah. can't believe that I don't break my phones. So I use my phones until they just sort of stop working. And if everyone listening to this podcast probably has the accurate assumption that Petro is like reasonably graceful and like <laughs> calm, <laughs> and I'm. I'm not a spaz, but like, <laughs> like I um, might be rough with like my stuff, but between the two of us, you've broken like every phone screen you've had within like five minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> I have never broken an iPhone screen <laughs> and I drop my phones constantly. <laughs> well, I drop my phone all the time and it's when I drop it from ridiculous heights Nothing ever happens. Then I'll go take Tank for a walk and I'll just take the phone out of my pocket to check a check a message or something. And I'm literally talking, you know, my pocket is two feet off the ground, whatever. Um, it, that's when it that's when it falls out of my hand and smashes somehow on like a rock that's poking out of the ground but and I've dropped smashes mine, into little bits and pieces. I've dropped mine on cement and on the gravel oh, yeah. driveway Same and here. like nothing. <laughs> I haven't broken anything. But do you use screen protectors? No, those are ghetto. Dude, I I am pretty sure that's why I've never <laughs> broken a screen because I just that could be, always that could put be a it. screen protector on it. No, uh, you know what? It, to me, I don't. I don't put a case on it. I don't use a screen protector. Um, I, I like the user experience. Yeah, it's whatever <laughs> the broken screen user it. experience. Yeah, <laughs> I just get a new one. I just think it's um, funny. I still remember that one time that we were in your studio, and I can't remember what we were shooting, but Corey Sa- Stanford Stanford was there. <laughs> Stanford, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Corey. <laughs> Sorry, Corey. <laughs> and, um, and you two were talking intently to each other. You were like in this conversation and I had a camera body and a lens <laughs> and I was going to put the <laughs> lens on the camera body. <laughs> but I walked over to you two and one of you took the lens and the other one took the camera body and the two of you put it together, together, and then <laughs> handed it back to me. <laughs> While still having your conversation. And I just (laughs) stared like, what just happened? (laughs) Like you both instinctually took the pieces away from me as if she's going to drop these and she doesn't know how to put it together. So we'll just put it together for her. And then (laughs) (laughs) I still remember that. I have not spoken to Corey for a while. Neither have I. I hope he's doing well. I think he went uh, out west, didn't he? I'm not sure. I'm going to look it up right now. (laughs) He was doing like daguerreotypes for a while, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, Um, He was was good. He was pretty good at it. They were cool. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I went to see him once, but he wasn't there. Oh, wow. That's (laughs) not. It was like at a weekend market or something. (laughs) It is Corey Stanford and I'm a horrible person. (laughs) (laughs) You are a terrible person for doing that. I cannot believe it. Apparently he lives in Toronto. Oh, fantastic. He was seriously the nicest guy ever. Was? Well, I assume he still is the nicest guy. I just, you know, haven't talked to him. So So, on that note, what do we we have for our listeners for, for this week? So I really want to talk about organizing your calendar. I had a realization this morning. I absolutely hate it. 
just hate it. When I try to make plans with people and they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't have time. Or they're like, mm -hmm. like some, I don't know what I'll be doing that day. And I'm like, yes, that is why I am attempting to make plans with you. <laughs> <laughs> now, now so you that do, we right. both know what you're doing that day. <laughs> um, and um, I tweeted this morning, which is the day before... Um, this podcast is released because we are so well organized um, that like you always have time for things that you make time for. And I hear well, is... with from a lot of business owners, I just don't have time. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to go to a networking meeting. I don't have time to do marketing. I don't have time to work on my website. I don't have time to do whatever. Mm -hmm. And usually people are using that as an excuse to not do things that they're afraid of doing, like going to a networking You're meeting. You're absolutely right. Um, so Petro and I are going to prove that you do in fact have time. I don't know so much about Petro. Mm -hmm. Petro <laughs> like works himself into the ground. So, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> well, for what it's worth, um, you know how busy I was before we started recording this podcast Yes. and yet here we are after 25 episodes, True. that's, you know, on average, our podcasts are about an hour. That's 25 hours of recording and double that for production. Oh, we have definitely been on Skype for longer than 25 hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's, and that's the, that's the truth. And, um, I remember telling Hannah, uh, I, I want to do a podcast with Sophia and she kind of gave me a funny look like, do you have time for that? Yeah. And that's kind of what I thought too. I was like, well, I'll make time, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and, and I, ha I have to admit I'm guilty for telling people, uh, I'm I'm not sure. I'll have to look at my calendar. Yeah. So I d I don't know if I'm available. That kind of stuff. But what bo what bothers me a lot is what you said when you ask somebody to do something or about a date, and they have they give you kind of a vague answer. Well, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Yeah. It's like <laughs> that drives me nuts. Well, like it makes something me better feel might come little, up. Like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> makes me feel like they 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 don't want to do that yeah. you know and and it's like i i won't get offended if you just say i don't want to do this or no no thank you you know whatever yeah. uh rather than string me along because you know and i have a in my circle of uh, close friends we have we have this this one friend who would make plans with you mm -hmm. but would also make plans with like two or three other people <laughs> at the same and time at the same time yeah and then when the time came to do to do what he planned to do with, you know, let's say it's Saturday at 9 p.m. He made plans to go out with three different people. It's just whatever he felt like doing at that moment. Yeah. He would go do that. <laughs> you know, he would kind of choose based yeah, on his mood and based cool. on the, <clears throat> and then he would just text you or call you and be like, yeah, uh, I forgot, but I'm going over here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you didn't forget. Because I know for a fact, because you've done that to other people when you were with me sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so that. I won't mention his name, but if he if he is listening, he knows who he is, and you know, well, whoever sorry, you dude, are. But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 sorry, um, dude, but you do this to everyone. Well, and so. I find that people have difficulty getting things done because they are ha just having trouble scheduling it. Like they don't know how long some things are going to take. So they'll go, oh, that'll take half an hour. Um, and then it's a task that takes right. longer than half an hour. Or they can't even start working on it something because they have too much going on in their brain that they're trying to remember. Like 
So, you know, ADHD to the max, you sit down to do one task and then get distracted by another task and then get distracted by another task and then get distracted Mm -hmm. by another task because you have to complete all of them before you start the one previous to it and you have to get it out of your head and yeah. So are you suggesting we schedule uh, time for distraction? (laughs) Um, I suggest you schedule, excuse me, time for nothing, but... (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I am guilty of that because, um, I, do I will, all the time. yeah, I will quite often schedule things back to back, uh, with only time traveling between. So if I know a photo shoot is going to take an hour and I know it's going to take me 20 minutes to get there, I will schedule it 20 minutes later, Yeah, you know, and I've never, ever, ever had a photo shoot be on time, start on time. Well, yeah. I shouldn't say that. <clears throat> and I've always, um. Always a bit of a chatty Kathy with a client, just, you know, uh, building a foundation for the next photo shoot sometimes, whatever I'm doing, just uh, being friendly or sometimes it's just a personal chat. I don't, I don't want to be like, listen, I got to go. Okay. So, um, um, first moral of this episode is stop being like personable with your clients. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who has time for that? I, Who has time to be nice? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go you, on. You, <laughs> you said that when we started this, uh, that, that, you know, I told you, um, uh, we, cause, because we started this about 20 minutes late, you know, we, we agreed on 10 AM and no, we, started we, are, our Skype. we are officially two hours past the, um, like positive thinking the, start the, time of this. That's episode. right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you gave me, you've now learned to give me a window. Yeah. You're like, okay, let's start <laughs> between nine you, and 10. You did not land in the window <laughs> no of, co- of course <laughs> you were- because in my mind i was like I ha- as long as we start by 10 it'll be cool and uh, and i did get a phone call beforehand i actually got three phone calls this morning um <laughs> because some of my clients still use this old school weird technology right. called telephone and um I, I i just went a little bit long and, you, and you, what you said was yeah but you talk and i'm thinking like well what else do you do on the phone obviously <laughs> But you're right. I do uh, insert a little too much color commentary sometimes to keep the conversation rolling, to um, maybe get another answer about something else. And once I'm done talking, I, I'm done talking. But I, I do realize that I have a fear of uh, hanging up on people. Um, hmm. I, I, I have a fear of being rude, you know. Um, I hate saying, okay, I have to go, bye. Although I I am capable of doing that, and I do that to people I don't want to talk to, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I do I do like to and and what it is is just something that I've learned from a completely different seminar a really long time ago, and it's you're in control by letting other people be in control or something silly like that. I don't remember if I took the right thing away from this, <laughs> <laughs> but essentially um, um, I like to. I like to give people the opportunity to end conversation and sometimes, sometimes I I can talk too much. So on that note, did, do you remember that client that we had, the wedding client, um, that -hmm. you photographed? I do. Um, how did you say goodbye to that couple? Because I've noticed that the bride, like you never really know when the conversation is done because she doesn't end it. She stops talking. But then and she just, just stares at you. Yeah, like in a kind way. But I mean, <laughs> and I'm the well, type of person we had a who doesn't end the conversation back. either. So I'm like, okay, well, if there's anything <laughs> else, and I just repeat that like ten times. 
Did you, um, did you notice that? You know that? what, in, in that, I did. But in that case, um, um, I, I just left. I, I just <laughs> Just walk away. away. Yeah. Okay, okay well. Okay, bye. <laughs> before we get. Uh, it, in the reality of that situation was that we had a two-hour drive back mm-hmm. after a 10-hour day. Yeah. So it, it wasn't very hard to be like, hey, guys, congratulations. Okay, bye. See ya. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Did you open those canvases yet or what? <laughs> yes, they're delivered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So the first thing that I want people to do now that we've gone off on a little tangent is <clears throat> get an application like OmniFocus. You could use reminders in your uh, Apple software or just some sort of to-do list and brain dump everything that you have to do. Mm-hmm. So... I think that's the most important first step to getting organized. Um, yes. Just get and, it all out onto to, a piece of paper or something. Um, yeah. So it's out of your brain and then you can focus on other things. And then you can organize it however you want. The reason that I like OmniFocus is because it has projects and then it also has an inbox. And the inbox is where you just dump everything. You just put it there. Um, so it's out of your brain. Whenever something comes to your mind, you just put it there. And then you can organize it into a project or you can organize it into a context. So you can look at um, tasks for projects. You can also look at tasks related to different contexts like work. So here, I'll go into my context and give you some ideas of what kinds, how I organize things. <clears throat> So I have a networking context, and under that I have customer relations and industry contacts. Um, I have marketing contacts like website, email list, mailing list, publicity stuff, um, Mm -hmm. content creation. I have professional development context, Mm. financial context, social media, public relations. Very exciting stuff. So it just gives you different ways of looking at the tasks that you have to do. Um, the projects are really good because you can mark them as, uh, let's see. So active on hold, completed or dropped, which I think are four important different categories. Um, so you can start a project. If you decide it's not something that you can do right now, you can put it, you can, I have done this. You can put it on hold, hide it somewhere else. So you're not thinking about it thinking, oh, I need to do something for that. I haven't gotten to that, you know? So it just helps you prioritize things. I've also complete, mm-hmm. I have dropped projects where I've been like, I'm not getting to it. I obviously don't care enough about it. So screw this. <laughs> time, time to let it go. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's why I like OmniFocus. It's not very expensive. You pay for the app for your computer. You pay for the app for your phone. You pay for the app for your iPad or whatever, but um, <clears throat> it's not a subscription thing. So, and it's not expensive. I think the computer software is like $74 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is kind of funny because somebody uh, just starting out, they see $74 as a lot of money. But what they don't see is the fact that it's $75. Oh it's it an investment you so into your time. future. <laughs> uh, exactly. And time time is money. It's something that gets thrown around a lot, but people don't really realize how how valid it actually is. Yeah. So I've I've honestly turned jobs down. Because at the end of it, I just thought the amount of time I'm going to put in for the amount of money I'm going to make isn't actually worth my time. I'd rather, I'd rather watch a movie with my wife than, than go do this. And I have turned jobs down in the past because of that reason. So trust me, when, when we say 
hey, this app works. It's a hundred dollars. Get it. (laughs) So, and one of the things that I really like about OmniFocus, so I have all of my, um, marketing projects. I have, um, email list projects, um, content creation. Um, and then I have, uh, like business and finance section and OmniFocus lets you have repeating tasks. So I have my month end and my weekend, um, repeating tasks, which is the stuff that I do every month or the stuff that I do every week which Mm -hmm. helps me stay on top of like uploading all of my receipts. So at the end of the year, I don't go bananas trying to do my income tax. Mm -hmm. Um, It reminds me like I need to pay my phone bill. I need to pay my (coughs) car payment. I need to pay my life insurance. I need to put money on my credit card. I need to contribute to my TFSA (coughs) and all of that stuff. So the repeating tasks I find are really handy because they really take all that stuff that's in your brain that you're worrying about that's that are keeping you from working on other projects, mm-hmm. takes it out of your brain and puts it somewhere and reminds you and then you don't have to worry about it later. The other thing, so you create all of these projects and you brain dump everything. Uh, OmniFocus has a review section. So you go into the review section and like every week it brings up all of the projects that you haven't worked on that week and just sort of reminds you, hey, you have this. So you can go in and look through it, schedule um, when you want to work on the various tasks, and then you just click mark as reviewed. So it just helps you never forget about these projects, these things that you have to get done, but still allows you to get them done when you are able to get them done. I get it. So you're not going to schedule like mini section, mini sessions for December and then forget about it. So it'll remind you every week you want to do mini sessions in December. Um, <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I am the, the most guiltiest party for talking to somebody about something and not, um, not putting it on paper or not putting yeah. it in the app. I just, I just assume I'll remember it. And the thing is, I'll remember it the day before I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have to admit, I have an incredible memory for, for little things. I typically don't forget about stuff. But I do miss a lot of things because I don't get around to putting it on paper. Yep. And I um, absolutely and- hate thinking, like, <clears throat> I need to do this, and then I forget about it. Especially when yep. I have a super wit- witty tweet. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. I should tweet that. And then I don't write it down. <laughs> and then I don't tweet Sophia. it. And then later I'm like, oh, I forgot what it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just finished. That, what? What do you want to say? Go ahead. Oh. I was going to say that's terrible of you. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm awful. <laughs> um, I just finished reading Grit. And I think I told you guys about Grit. Mm-hmm. Um, good book. I enjoyed it. Excellent. I learned some stuff. I made some notes. But anyway, um, at one point, um, Angela Duckworth, um, is describing, is it, who is it? Buffett? Okay. The Virgin. Jimmy Buffett? No. <laughs> the Virgin America guy or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The airlines dude, I think. Yep. Is that the right guy? No. Uh, who that's, am I thinking about? Uh, somebody else. Um, shoot. I only wrote Anyways, down Buffett. Continue. This is why you write stuff down. <laughs> it's Warren Buffett. I'm thinking, yeah, 
Warren Buffett is the name that's popping up okay. in my head, but I'm hoping it's the right person. Yeah, uh, uh, American business. It's not the right person. person. So yeah, prob- that's probably him. So basically, what he said <clears throat> to determine what your your um, life goals really are, your how you will be mm-hmm. successful in business, is to write down your top 25 business goals. And then from that, pick your top five and then avoid doing the others. So the other 20, you just drop them, forget about them. Because okay. all they're going to do is distract you from the things that you need to get done. That's true. So this is basically what the inbox feature in in OmniFocus is helping you do. So you're putting everything in there. And then I honestly have like written down things. I need to do this. Put it in there. At the end of the week, I have the repeating task that says review what's in your inbox. So I go into my inbox and honestly, <clears throat> half of them I can delete because I'm like, oh, that does, I don't actually need to do that. <laughs> or I've already done that. Cool. Or it's useless. So it gets it out of your head. You don't have to worry about it anymore. And then you can actually be objective about what you do need to do and what you don't need to do. Okay. Okay. Are you talking about Richard Branson? I might be. Okay. He's the founder of Virgin. Yeah, but I don't remember exactly who it was. who. Richard Branson that. is a really cool guy. Yes, I know he is, but I, <laughs> I wrote down Buffett. <laughs> okay. So, Warren Buffett is American because Richard Branson's actually, um, uh, he's British, I believe. Well, it says Buffett steps, but I, maybe I wrote it down improperly. Either way. You should have put it in OmniFocus. <laughs> I, I was reading the book and I was writing notes. <laughs> like, Got it. But it's very possible that I read Branson and wrote Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I did. Anyway, I, I try, try to make it as I try to make it a joke by saying Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> but uh, just for the record, I did graduate university. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things that it's actually a famous quote by uh, Richard Branson that I helps me really kind of deal with <clears throat> a lot of things, and we can take this away. It has so many meanings. You can you can find your own meaning in this. Um, but I think I, I like it the, the most because it references a bus. And for some reason, anytime a quote or <laughs> something references a bus, I find it really funny. Anyways, uh, one of it's, it's a famous quote. It, it says, uh, business opportunities are like buses. There's always another one coming. Yeah. And uh, I read this a while back because uh, Richard Branson was uh, somebody that kind of inspired me in a couple of things he's done. I mean, he's a he's a massive philanthropist. Like uh, he helps the human kind by means that you don't even you can't even imagine. Yeah. Um, anyways, and uh, <laughs> when I read this once, it made me laugh. Um, but it's so true. Um, I used to. Uh, get upset when I wouldn't book a wedding client, for example. I used to get upset when um, there was, you know, a really cool space available to open a studio and I didn't get it. And what, whatever it was, what anything, any big changes that I was working on that I didn't get on, like didn't hop on, so to speak, it used to bother me, but now I'm just not worried about it because life just goes on and, and he's so right. There's there's always going to be the next one around the corner. Yeah. So I didn't invent Facebook, but maybe I'll maybe I'll have something else uh, on the horizon. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, it sounds very cliche. Don't just work hard at work hard at it and uh, you're going to you're going to get there type thing. Yeah. But um, 
we are we are our own worst enemy and and you know just to touch on and to cut you off yes but to touch on (laughs) what we were what you said earlier is that um you'll you'll try to make a plan with somebody and they're like i don't know what's going on i'm not sure this or that you cut those people out of your life and you never talk i'm just kidding cut them out of your life (laughs) yeah the reason we do that is it's a fear of commitment it it really is it's uh that is a significant fear of commitment of course but uh but but it just is. I mean, I've spoken to couples who had a really hard time picking a wedding date. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Because one date was too close to their uh, cousin's birthday, and they didn't want um, nephew's birthday. Sorry, and they didn't want uh, the sister of the bride to miss out on his first birthday party. <laughs> um, literally, it was two days away, but it was the weekend, and so that's when they would have a. <laughs> You got to stop yeah. living life through, through, through <laughs> other people's things. No, seriously. They like this is what I'm talking about. Pe- people have a hard time committing to things yeah. because they because of fear that they're going to miss out on something else. And it kind of the whole thing kind of reminded me of that um, business opportunities are like buses quote. Yeah. So there's always going to be another day. <laughs> so Well, I'm sure that both of them were mentioned in the book. And also, um, add grit to your inbox for books that you should read. Grit okay. by Angela grit. Duckworth. It's a good book. Um, <clears throat> Is there an audiobook? Because I'm, I'm pretty busy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, put it into your list of things to do. So basically, just put everything in there, organize things into projects. Um, this is your first step. Put things in there that you want to do in the future. If you are not able to do them right now, save them in OmniFocus for later. Okay, so the next part that I am going to tackle is Tave. So mm-hmm. in Tave and basically in any other um, like client management software like Tave, like if you use Sprout or something like that, um, you can set up workflows. So these are workflows for session types. So like portrait sessions, weddings, boudoir, whatever, events, whatever you're covering in Tave. And um, you can also do deliverable workflows. So those are for um, books, albums, websites, um, videos, anything that you are delivering to the client. Um, You should create workflows for each kind of project so well each kind of job so create a wedding workflow create a wedding album workflow create a canvas workflow just create all of them and to be honest with you um Tave has some really good templates so you can go in there and in their help section they'll let you look at like different templates you can automatically just import their workflow templates um cool which I don't do because they're not exactly what I want. But you know what? You could import them and then change them. Or you could just... Yeah, you can import them and edit them. Yeah, you could pull out the stuff that you like from them. Um, It'll at least give you a good idea of... If you're super duper new, it'll give you a good idea of how other photographers work. Um, And it'll um, sort of make some suggestions for maybe things that you haven't Mm -hmm. thought about. Like organizing your second shooter, for example. Um it's a deliverable workflow in Tave that you can add and it'll help you like 
get in contact with your second shooter, make sure that they're booked before the wedding. So you don't get a couple days before and they're like, Oh, I have vacation then right. or I'm booked with another <laughs> photographer. So, yeah. um, yeah. So take a look at those and add those. Um, now I use, <clears throat> as I said, OmniFocus to review, um, all of my tasks every week. So every Sunday I sit down and I look at, um, the tasks that I have coming up this week in Tave. I look at my inbox and I look at my projects I need to review in OmniFocus and that helps me schedule my week. Mm-hmm. So I go through t- my tasks in Tave and then I block off times in my actual calendar to complete those tasks. So it might be emailing tasks. So every day I'll block off <clears throat> a little bit of time, like 15 minutes, 30 minutes to email with clients, um, send worksheets, um, any of those tasks that need to be completed. Um, a lot of it though is, uh, designing albums or, um, formatting canvases to send to Petro or <laughs> I don't know. What else do I do? painting frames. So I had this vintage frame project recently and normally I would procrastinate and procrastinate and procrastinate and I would never really get to it. Like it would take forever to get this darn frame project done. So since I have changed how I work my calendar, what I did is I put in an hour of time. I was going to paint that frame. So that was it. Paint the frame in the calendar and then I ended up doing it because I scheduled. So do you think not knowing how long something takes may actually prevent you from scheduling it? Um, like you're not, you're not a full-time frame painter. So maybe not knowing that it would take like 30, 40 minutes prevented you from actually putting it in the calendar because you had other things to do. So like do you, did, does that ever happen? A lot of this is trial and error. <clears throat> um, so you're going to have to do these things a few times before you really know how long they take. You know, a phone call generally takes like less than five minutes. Um, Mm -hmm. Any phone consult I do is like 20 to 30 minutes and that's it. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you just have to make a phone call to a client, it's probably going to take you five minutes. And how many people like stress and stress and stress about I have to call my client. I have to call my client and talk about that thing. All the time. And they don't end up calling them because they're just stressed about doing it. Whereas if you put (laughs) it in your calendar for like... 10 minutes and you just did it, it would be over. <laughs> it's true. So, well, then you have, you have the, uh, <clears throat> uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not the pleasure, but the satisfaction yeah. of crossing things off your list. Exactly. Right? So I schedule actual <clears throat> periods of time into the calendar to do these things. And for me, the stuff that's in Tave is like, high priority because that's actually dealing with clients. So there's people waiting for feedback on various things. So I do Tave first and I schedule blocks of time into the calendar. The stuff that's in OmniFocus, it's like marketing projects and stuff. And I can set a priority and like, Mm -hmm. but I can fit those tasks because they're things I can do on my laptop, on my computer or whatever. I can fit those tasks in between, um, periods of time in my calendar. So Mm -hmm. I know about how long it's going to take me to edit a few photos and send them to Petro. So I'll (laughs) schedule that time into the calendar and I schedule it throughout the week. So I leave myself time every day for other tasks. Like I always answer my emails at like nine o'clock in the morning and then I pretty much ignore my email for the rest of the day. 
Right. Yeah. <clears throat> That's one of the smartest things you can do, actually, mm -hmm. because uh, I like to compare email to old school snail mail. Yeah. You'd go to the mailbox, you'd take it out, and you wouldn't go back an hour later. Yeah. Or even if the mailman came by and, uh, well, okay, my mailbox is not attached to my house. It's literally a seven, eight minute walk for me. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> so I only go there once a day, yeah. uh, if that. Sometimes I don't make it. Uh, but I, I like to think about email in the same way. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's not something I came up with. It's something I got from another really cool book. Now, it's called uh, The 4-Hour Workweek. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's by Tim Ferriss, I believe. And uh, it, it was a really good book. And I think a lot of people who read it get really excited about it because they want to change their life. They want to change their the way they do things, because this guy literally talks about having a four hour work week <clears throat> where he literally works four hours a week. And majority of it is, you know, checking his email uh, for 15, 20 minutes every day and a couple other things that include phone calls and maybe looking at a website or two. But the reality is when you actually read this book and take it, uh, you know, as literal sort of uh rule book guideline you'll never succeed but if you if you kind of read between the lines he has a lot of really good productivity um, advice and i i admire that you know i mean i f sometimes feel like i have a four-hour work week because i feel like what i'm doing isn't real work but the reality of that is is because I am scheduling some of the stuff, you know, not all, not everything. Sophia, one day I want to be like you <clears throat> where I can have the discipline. Um, and it really is something, uh, where, where I tell people, you know, do as I say, not as I do, mm -hmm. because this, this works for me. But if you're starting from scratch, if you're, if you're not an old dog, so to speak, you have an opportunity to get very well organized and get your workflow in check. So just to add a couple more things, um, one of the things that I teach in my course uh, at Lambton is um, a wedding and portrait photography class. And uh, <clears throat> a, a good majority of the class is uh, dedicated to running a business, running a photography studio. And when I say studio, I don't necessarily mean a physical look, physical building, but uh, I refer to it as a wedding business. And one of the things that I recommend is people do a physical uh, flow chart. So like a, like a workflow chart. Now, for people who don't have Tave, this is a, a must. But also I have students that range from 17 or 18 years old uh, to some second career students that are, you know, in their 40s and 50s even. And this discussion just happened uh, last night. Where another thing I shared with my students is just a simple method to organize your desktop on your computer. And it's by creating a graphic where you separate, um, you know what I'm talking about, Sophia? No, but this where, sounds like fun. You, yeah, it is. Where you, <laughs> like you, you separate this graphic. Drag your icons into different sections. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like sending fun. it to you right now. <laughs> I'm sending you uh, a copy right now so you can take a look at it. Um, and oh my God, I love this. <laughs> right? <laughs> I haven't even looked at it yet, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's other methods of doing this. Um, oh my God, can, I need to do this. There, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have that. but This is so cool. <laughs> isn't it? So... Um, 
this uh, this helps you a little bit with your tasks too because it gives, it serves as a visual reminder but it also helps you organize yeah can we and, upload uh, this to don't upload that one okay. uh, I will upload a couple of different ones because okay. uh, that one's not mine um, <laughs> anyway I like it and uh, <laughs> we should we should brand one as the double exposure show okay. one so that people could use it so there's there you go there's a task <laughs> put that in omnifocus oh, so, <laughs> okay i have to i have to go off topic for a second what (laughs) because i i I made a mistake of procrastinating but it was a great mistake i um uh tank and i sat on the bed we didn't really lay in it we sat on it and we watched tv yes i have a tv in my bedroom (laughs) and i put on um a movie called work Christmas party or something. I don't even remember. It's a recent film with Jennifer Aniston um, as a mean boss who's trying to cancel a work Christmas party. And her brother, who I don't know the actor's name, um, is running a branch where he's trying to make the Christmas party happen. Well, at the end of the movie, <laughs> this guy this guy's really hilarious. Um, you know how people say, shut the front door? Yes. <laughs> well, he he gets it wrong and he goes shut the fuck door <laughs> <laughs> so, your, your fudge nuggets made me well, think of that I, I you know it. i think it's funny that we have like the explicit rating on here and yet I we still have to don't swear <laughs> we have to because i don't hold back like you <laughs> and i have to admit um we've been really good <laughs> so anyways we so going back to this more. Well, we have the uh, the license to swear. Let's make a resolution to swear more often. <laughs> <laughs> You're on. I forget where we were. Uh, well, I haven't. So <laughs> this desktop uh, organizer—it's essentially a graphic where you de- where you can you have total creative control. You can divide it into quadrants to help you organize your icons and to help help serve as a visual reminder of tasks at hand and things you have to do so in case you need to look back at the calendar or whatever. And I said, I told my students, I said, okay, this is something a little bit of a homework. Um, create this. And I, I think half a dozen of them created. And we have a Facebook group dedicated to the class where they're uploading and sharing. Well, one of the older students, um, <clears throat> she uploaded a picture of a perpetual calendar, one of those books where you write the date in and... Um, the tasks and everything's highlighted and you know this is due this week this is a class this and she says i'm a little bit of i'm a little old school and i do this and i get it but the reality is and, and i admire her for it because putting things on paper is great reality is that <clears throat> you still have to buy those books too yeah. it's still a physical copy and if you lose that book you're fucked. Yeah. Here's what I'm <laughs> going to say go. about that. I did recently watch a little video. One of my clients posted something. She uses um, a physical planner too. Um, and she posted about the bullet journal. And I went and looked at the bullet journal and watched the video. And I was like, this is so cool. Because I like writing stuff down. There's no way that I'm going to schedule my calendar in a physical book. Mm-hmm. Because I'm so attached to the applications that I use. So I'm attached to the calendar, my phone. Um OmniFocus, Tabe and stuff, but something like bullet journal where it is just a bunch of pages with nothing on them. So there's no words on them, nothing. You make it up. You create your journal and bullet journal. So you physically with a ruler, draw in your calendars and stuff. Okay. Um, so I, for example, 
think that in the future I will use like the bullet journal um, legend. So there's like different sim- symbols for like completed something that needs to be done now, something that needs to be done later, mm-hmm. um, a task um, or a note or stuff like that. Um, I think I'm going to use that in the future and sort of create my own bullet journal for um, meetings with clients. So basically you create an index, at the beginning of your bullet journal. Um, so you're saying bullet, like yeah, bullet, bang, I'll bang. put a link in, um, okay. in the show notes. Um, you create an index and then you create like calendars and stuff and whatever. But what I would end up doing is creating the index and then I would have a page, um, with a date and then for each like client meeting and I could write down the tasks for that meeting and everything. And then in the legend, you put the page number of whatever that meeting is. So then I can go, it'll be so much easier when I have meetings with those clients in the future to go to my index and see where, what page that meeting is on, go back to that meeting, look it up. I also have tasks in my OmniFocus to um, update client files every Friday. So every Friday I go through my notebook and I update client files. That'll mm-hmm. make my life so much easier. I'll be able to mark like what has been updated, what hasn't been updated. So I'll be able to like look at like every week of meetings. I'll be able to go in and be like, okay, pages like one through seven need to go into Tave notes or whatever. So yeah, bullet journal, pretty cool. I like it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to cough, but I, <laughs> I am really liking this desktop thing. Cause you know what? I don't keep anything on my desktop um, mm-hmm. except for like, things that I need to upload to a photo lab or like social media posts, resources. So that's the beauty part of yeah. this because it's customizable. You can actually have a section that says things to upload to photo lab, yeah. right? So you don't, you're not losing files. So I'm actually going to send you a bunch I pulled off Pinterest just now. Uh, we, you can share those. You know what? You can actually share the first one because I, I did pull it off Pinterest. So <laughs> we'll just, we'll just give credit to Pinterest. But look no, at the very last no. one I had sent you. The brick um, and everything? Yeah, the brick and the uh, pipes and reclaimed wood and the little dartboard. It's it is cute, right? I like, like it's, I like the ones though that actually have like words on them. So yes, like that'll be really good. Yeah. Like don't touch these. And, so, <laughs> and there's 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 one with a kind of mustard yellow background where it it looks so messy. It does, <laughs> but but it's so cool. Like it's. Um, so this, and, and the thing is, I, I should send you a link to Pinterest where you can find literally thousands of these. Yeah. And when I search for them, I just, I think I searched for, well, maybe we'll I, just link to the Pinterest Yeah, that's a good idea. thing. And then I'm sure at some point we'll make our own. I would love to do that yeah. and share it with, uh, with our clients. Basically something that, um, <laughs> I said clients, listeners, you are not our clients. Not yet. Anyways. Although, if you want to send us money, yeah, send them too. <laughs> um, <clears throat> something that uh, is uh, kind of wedding photography or portrait photography or any any type of freelance photography oriented that will help our listeners uh, get organized and get on the same page. Well, so what we'll do is we'll so, link you to this and then maybe we can like create um, one with text like for photographers. Yeah, yeah. So, something that they can download like our own branded one. Yeah. Um, and, and we can have our, our faces, poking our out faces will be on it. Yes. <laughs> right. Cause people want to see our faces. Right? So. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, we'll, okay. We'll, we'll think about that one. But, um, 
the the reality is is that you know <laughs> I made a snarky comment because I'm a bit of an ass mm-hmm. um, and I'm uh, very sarcastic and sometimes I wonder if I hurt people's feelings or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when Teresa posted Probably. a picture of her uh, calendar planner, uh, I just made a comment saying, you know, um, um, about my grandma not liking when the washer came out, you know, because at the end of the day, uh, it's it has to do with fear of technology, fear of change. Um, when something works, uh, we don't let new stuff in. And uh, a lot of people who are listening to us who have fallen into the, uh, I don't want to call it a workflow, but to a routine uh, of doing something a certain way, they're going to, they're going to have a hard time switching, but I encourage you to try it. I encourage you to give it a whirl because everything we're telling you is stuff that actually works. It works for us and, you know, learn from our mistakes because why not? And just to add something about a benefit of not having to keep uh, paper journals and things like that is that a lot of the stuff you do on your computer, especially if you're using a Mac, is backed up to the cloud. And when things are backed up in the cloud, if your laptop gets stolen or your computer gets stolen or your hard drive gets fried, guess what? You can retrieve it. It's The information is still there. It's synchronized over to your mobile device and... It's just it just works, do you, right? Do you want to know? This something? is why I love using. <laughs> do you want to know something that happened last week before I published episode twenty four? Yes. Uh, it's funny because it has to do with the, <laughs> <laughs> the desktop stuff. So I put our latest episodes that we've recorded but not published on my desktop, and mm-hmm. I had put your files on my desktop, and then deleted them when I deleted episode 23. So accidentally deleted 23 and your like Petro's um, 24 audio. So I had my audio, but not your audio. And I was like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? But I have a time machine backup of my computer and I can go back um, to when those files were on my computer and just copy them. Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) So yes. The iCloud hmm. backups and like time machine and everything are really handy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, right? And I mean, if, you, if you're if you just using the book and it gets lost or yeah. stolen or whatever, you know, somebody takes your somebody takes your bag, your purse, yeah. whatever. So what the bullet gone. journal for me is going to do is I'll be able to sit in front of my clients and have a conversation with them and make notes and not have a piece of technology sitting between us. Um distracting me or making them feel like I'm not paying attention to them. So I can give them my full attention and make notes. And then later after they leave, I will have a list of to do's and notes and stuff in my notebook, which I can then put into my computer, which will notify me later when I have tasks that need to be completed. But also when I have a future meeting with them, I can go and check the index and see on what date, what page I met with them and go back to that page mm-hmm. and have all of it right there. So, cool. so it'll all be on my computer. It'll all be on my notebook. It'll all be safe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how people just have a notebook thing. Cause if I just had a notebook, I wouldn't check it. My problem is that <clears throat> I, uh, I don't always complete tasks on time. And sometimes yeah. I just, purposely procrastinate because I don't want to go to it yet. You know, I'm just yeah. like, I'd rather take my dog to the dog park. 
which I'm doing. And the poor guy is looking at me so like patiently right now. He wants to go, doesn't he? He wants to go. But uh, he's he turned a year old, by the way. He's a year old now. Can you believe it? Well, I would have see. I would have thought by his size that he's older than that. (laughs) (laughs) He's huge. Um, (laughs) My favorite thing is when when. um, um, and, and I love that we just totally segued, uh, to- totally went into something else. But um, um, it's what we do. If you know TJX stores uh, like Marshall's, Winners Home Sense, mm-hmm. uh, they allow animals in the store. Most a lot of people didn't know that. So um, anything for the home or clothes or whatever, I go to those stores because I go with Tank. Yep. And it's really funny when children run up to him and just pet him, and he loves it. He absolutely adores children. <laughs> but then these grown-ass people, adults, that when you walk, they, like, stick to the wall and just scooch along the wall trying to avoid the dog. <laughs> the fear is real. Yeah. And he's such a gentle giant. But, but it's true because when I'm with him, he doesn't seem like a big dog to me. But when I see Hannah walk him, I look at it and I go, okay, that's a big puppy. (laughs) And I guess he is intimidating. But I have nothing but amazing things to say about this breed. He is so cool. Like, he he knows I'm recording a podcast, so he's going to take it easy and chill and just, (laughs) like, you you can probably hear him walking around on the hardwood floor. But he refuses to chase the cat. Uh, when I when I record the podcast, like she jumped on the table, she walked by, she did everything. He will not chase her. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't chew his bone anymore. It's like he knows I'm engaged into something. He <laughs> he needs to just chill and relax and wait. So he'll get a reward. I should probably schedule a dog park visit for him at about twelve uh, thirty today, and um, <clears throat> go from there. <laughs> so now, besides OmniFocus. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any other software that you recommend besides Tave and OmniFocus to to do this, or do do you feel that these things do more than enough and less is more, where you should just stay organized in you know one or two places and that's it? So I use OmniFocus <clears throat> for my projects, so basically as my like to do list, and then I use Tave for my work stuff, and then I use mm-hmm. Google Calendars. In Apple calendars <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, to actually schedule my day. Um, and there it's, I, I like that because I can put in <clears throat> the location of where my meeting is and then it tells me when I have to leave, which is very enjoyable. Um, and like I said, I do use notebooks. So I put all of my notes when I'm meeting with a client, I write it down and then I'll put it into Tave. So Um, I have the reoccurring um, task to update my client Mm -hmm. files. So I update my client files from emails and and my notebooks. Um, I mean, we use Asana for um, the podcast. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah. Um, Which I really like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So do you you think Asana could replace OmniFocus? For some people who don't, if you're working with multiple people, right? Definitely for sure. If you're working f- with multiple people, if not, there's probably something simpler. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could use it for yourself. It's all right. <laughs> it's not the same as OmniFocus. Like OmniFocus for sure has okay. m- more value to it. It's I think a, it's better. 
Um, you don't use it with multiple people, though, as far as I know. Okay. It's like a single right. person thing. Um, but <clears throat> The reason I ask is because there's going to be a lot of uh, push about the, the, the monetary commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so I wanted to give kind of the credit to, to the software, to OmniFocus. Um, but if somebody was to say, well, what's the alternative? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you could use Asana. I personally, Asana. having used OmniFocus, would not use Asana in its place. Right. So what, what would you use in its place? If you, OmniFocus. If OmniFocus explo- <laughs> exploded. Okay. If, if the company went I don't know what I would do. <laughs> you, I don't have anything that I can recommend, cry. but you can make to-dos in your Apple, like in your iPhone. Reminders. Okay. Do you have anything? <laughs> I haven't used anything I, I other than no. OmniFocus in a while. Be- besides, like, uh, like I, I use Google Calendars on my calendar app. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and what I like about it is I can share the calendar with my wife, right? So yep. Hannah and I can schedule things. And if you take a look at my calendar, it's it's completely red, green, and uh, purple. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, the purple is my... Uh, my calendar so to speak the green is hannah's calendar um so when we schedule things um it it automatically appears Mm -hmm. so i actually have her work schedule when she works at apple so i can see her days off so quite often when people call me and they're like hey do you want to do this shoot here it's going to be this this and i'm thinking okay well that's going to take half a day uh to do when I look at availability, I also consider when Hannah has days off because I yeah. don't want to work on those days. I, yeah. I want to hang out with her. <clears throat> and I love having I love having that function of the calendar because it's a shared calendar. So mm-hmm. it helps me organize things. So, for example, for today, I have uh, Hannah's schedule and I have the podcast in my schedule. I have nothing else. Mm-hmm. For tomorrow, uh, I have Hannah's schedule. I have a, a photo shoot. I'm doing a headshot session. And then I have a meeting at the dealership. Um, and today I'm doing a couple of things as well that aren't in my calendar, but they're just sort of in the back of my mind on the to-do list. Mm-hmm. I have to go and prepare for a meeting and things like that. But because I don't have to do it at a certain time, I've been kind of putting it in my brain, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because I don't have to be, um, at a place at, for a certain time. Yeah. So, so calendar is great, but the calendar doesn't really help me when when there's to-do items. Yeah. So a lot of my to-do items, right? That's that's the that's the biggest issue. A lot of my to-do items, I tend to either uh, bench or sticky note or whatever you want to call it in my head where I just kind of rely on remembering it. And what I'm finding, the worst thing is that I um, I tend to forget not necessarily to do it, but to get it out of the way. So oftentimes when uh, Hannah's done at 6.30 um, and she's on her way home and she's like, okay, what do you want to do for supper or whatever? Or, you know, how are you making supper? Quite often I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to get this done. So why don't you pick something up? And while I'm out, I'll be back in an hour or something like that, right? So having something like OmniFocus, I think would probably help me stay on task yeah. and get me more organized. So definitely a huge plus. And the fact that I can just do it all in one place and not have to uh, 
go to reminder app or my notes, um, you know, or this or that. Like notes is fantastic because it's synced with iCloud and whatever I put in on my computer or whatever I put on my phone, I have access to it, you know, and I'm just talking about that notes app, that little yellow, yellow pad that you write on. But the problem is that I forget to go back to it. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes it just, it just doesn't work. So like, I, I just Googled like <clears throat> alternatives to, um, OmniFocus. And the first mm-hmm. thing that popped up is Asana. Um, yeah. another thing that popped up on this list is Evernote. I hate Evernote. I I have never really enjoyed using it. However, I do know people who do use it, love it. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Okay. Obviously, you and I never got into it, but... That's a Microsoft product, isn't it? I'm not sure. (laughs) I want to say it is, but I could be wrong. It could be just its own entity. Um, Now, I'm not a huge Evernote fan. Um, Maybe because when when I started using it, I didn't have the the need to organize as as big as I do now, mm-hmm. uh, but it just seemed a little more more confusing than it had to be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe I'll give it a, a chance. I really like their logo though, the the gray elephant. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I guess I just want to go over quickly what I have already said. So, in short. Um, use some sort of to-do software and brain dump everything that you think you need to do. As soon as something comes to you, put it into your that software. And here's a little tip. Put an actual like sentence, like an actionable sentence, um, like pick up milk or design uh, postcards for such and such or whatever you need to do. Make it an actual sentence and then you won't forget what that thing is actually for. Mm-hmm. Um, schedule high priority tasks first. Um, so that you don't have to go back and reschedule everything. (laughs) Um, And build actual blocks of time into your calendar to complete tasks. So you'll get better at it as you go along, but put in actual periods of time in which you will be completing specific tasks, um, like painting a frame. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And set reminders for repeating tasks, like financial stuff, or when you need to contact your clients, or like... When you are doing your follow-ups or, I don't know, paying your bills, mm-hmm. downloading your receipts so that when you do your income tax, it's not a colossal disaster. That is my worst. That's something that I'm terrible at. Yeah. I do not download my receipts all the time. So I in our episode with Rob, when we were talking about Wave, um, I said that I had switched to um, QuickBooks for a short period of time. And then I switched to Tave, but I'm still using, um, wave for my receipts because Tave doesn't have an appropriate platform for tracking your expenses across Mm -hmm. your entire business. So, um, (laughs) I had a whole bunch of receipts in QuickBooks and then a whole bunch of receipts in Wave and then receipts that I was just downloading for 2016. So I finally uploaded all of my receipts for 2016 to Wave. And now I have to go through and verify all of them. And um, thankfully, because of the way I've scheduled stuff, I scheduled periods of time to upload receipts and everything. I've just been plugging away at it during that period of time every week. So it's still pretty low stress, but it's... Mm-hmm. A lot of receipts that I have to go through. 
It's more, <laughs> te- it's tedious now. It's not really stressful. Got it. Mm-hmm. And actually do stuff. Like don't stress about having to call a client. Just flip and call the client. Like put it in your calendar and do it. That's a huge step forward for you. Making phone calls. I hate making phone calls. And so I'm, I really hate making phone calls. So I schedule phone calls. That's how I get around it. I don't just answer the phone when people call me. I schedule a time to have a phone call because I get anxious about it. And I want to be sitting mm-hmm. in front of my computer and have access to my calendar and to my price list and all that fun stuff. I don't want to just talk off the cuff to people. So, hmm. yep. That's all I got. I feel okay. like I feel like we've kind of talked about scheduling today. <laughs> I have a to do mm. here to um, create a desktop graphic for our listeners. <laughs> Good. Awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no kidoki. Hmm. Cool. All right. Well, <laughs> I think we covered everything. I'm yeah, just, I I'm know. literally looking at my list of to dos and um, <laughs> yeah. I have stuff that I, I have to that get to th- now. And by that, I mean lunch. <laughs> and now is, is your lunch scheduled? No, I should. I should schedule should it in. You should scheduling but lunch. But I feel like part of my day, I need to leave unscheduled, so. Well, if you have a job, they usually schedule your lunch. And yeah. <sighs> I know. That might be, that might make you this more productive. This is why I work for myself, because people telling me when I can and cannot do things is just not cool. <laughs> But hold on, isn't the calendar telling you when you can and cannot yes, do things? Yes, but I am deciding where those things go. You control the calendar. Exactly. I control the calendar. Cool. <laughs> well, well, that's the title for, for this week. <laughs> I control the calendar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Also, schedule more swearing. <laughs> schedule more swearing. <laughs> like a half hour swear- swearing session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we're going to have somebody with Tourette's. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, well, if this was your first time listening, we hope you learned something new. Uh, You can share your feedback for this episode on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. Thanks to Benjamin Edward for our artwork and Ben Sound for our theme music. By the way, those two people are not related. They're not the same person. Benjamin we Edward just, and we Ben just Sound. We prefer are, to work with people. Yeah, Ben Sound and Benjamin Edward are two different people. <laughs> um, but we just prefer to work with people who name whose names are Ben. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the podcast is released every Wednesday, and you can find show notes for this episode at doubleexposure.show/episodes/slash25. Don't forget to subscribe and please leave us a five-star review at doubleexposure.show/itunes. Um, that you'd be doing us a big favor if you did that please. Yes. Thank you. In advance, please (laughs) Uh, tell your friends, share us with your coworkers who don't live in the same geographic location as you. And we'll talk to you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-ta. Motherfuckers. <laughs>